love. Some would say it took a backseat when the pandemic forced us apart. As a family-run and proudly Canadian-owned company, Charm Diamond Centres saw the need to bring us together with tales of love and created the Canadian Love Map podcast. Since then, we've shared hundreds of real, uplifting stories that prove love conquers all. So thank you for listening. We couldn't do it without you. And remember, love starts here. We make each other better. She always reminds me about what actually matters. You know, love conquers all. Wherever he is, I I want to be there. Always. She just always accepted me for who I was. He makes me a better person. It was like love at first sight. Well, love is the most important thing. Hi, I'm Nancy Regan. Welcome to the second of the Canadian Love Maps holiday bonus episodes. A new year has begun, and with it, a chance for a fresh start. This week, we're asking Canadians about the resolutions they've made for themselves in the new year and how they plan to move forward in their personal lives and relationships with others. Once again, I'm handing over the reins to another member of the Love Map team this week. Take it away, Darcy. Thanks, Nancy. This is the Canadian Love Map. It's 2023, a new year and a new chance for Canadians to improve their own lives and the lives of those they love. For the new year, you know, I'm I'm not going to say, well, I'm going to lose 50 pounds because, you know, I'd love to grow my hair back too. However, um, probably neither will happen in 2023. Honestly, like I believe in a resolution. I don't know if it necessarily has to fall on New Year's. I do like to disengage from all that and just be more reflective on New Year's. Uh, So I just tend to spend that by myself. In the spirit of the new year, we're asking Canadians how they feel about New Year's resolutions. 100%, I 100% believe in New Year's resolutions. Yes and no? Yes, I do. No. (laughs) Not at all. I like it, okay. The first thing we want to determine is our participants' thoughts on resolutions. Are they an opportunity for self-improvement or an invitation for disappointment? Let's find out. Well, I believe that people believe in them. I don't ever make them. I think both, like trying to do it and also seeing other people doing it. Um, But yeah, it just never sticks because after like two weeks, it just falls off the rails. Also, January is a really hard time. Okay, well, January 1st, I'm going to go to the gym every day, and then I'm going to f*** it up right quick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> well, I believe they, that people believe in them, but I certainly don't think they're that great because, you know, they kind of can set you up for a bit of a disappointment, can't they? We only can give so much. I do what I can as much as I can. Some people would say, like, it's already a lot. Some people would say, you know, keep going. And like I said, some days maybe I will give more. Some days I give less because I need to refill my cup too, right? There are clearly mixed opinions on the values of New Year's resolutions among our respondents. Some like the feelings of hope and aspiration that they inspire, while others feel crushed by the pressure to fulfill their goals. Next, we want to know if our respondents will be attempting a resolution this year anyway. I try for the first month or two, you know what I mean? But generally the goal comes across, but I never do it as perfect as it needs to be. Yeah, I think it's just maybe taking care of myself and like 
maybe not going to the gym every day that was never realistic but definitely I've been able to follow through with exercising more and like tuning into my body I'll tell you honestly my mother passed away a few months ago and before she died she said I, I just want to tell you something she said I don't want flowers at my funeral because she said what am I going to do sit up and look at them and I said well no probably not because we'll have you cremated so and she said well that's true however I believe flowers are for the living so she's encouraged people to get flowers or a plant or a gift and give it to someone that might need to have that little cheer so just spread that joy and we've even done a hashtag you know share joy uh, because her name was joy I did at one point in my uh, lifetime and, you know, it feels like it's starting anew. So there's some value in having some sort of goals for the next year, just to kind of almost like a false reset. But I don't necessarily write them down or kind of follow them to a T because I know exercise goals don't work generally at New Year's. So I tend not to um, set those, but some things like what I might want to accomplish in the year, maybe. Yeah. There were some vulnerable moments, which I think is important because if I have a shield and that other person has a shield, well then it goes nowhere, right? So yeah, admitting you're not right all the time. <laughs> it seems that participation in New Year's resolutions among our respondents is as varied as their faith in them. But sometimes even skeptics want to give resolutions another shot. And every year, everyone's got all these places they got to go. Everyone's just in such a rush to be in the perfect spot. But there is no perfect spot. The perfect spot is exactly where you are right now. Just supporting those that who needs and maybe like, you know, one dollar a day is better than, you know, nothing. And one dollar for some people will make a lot of difference. Yeah, it's funny. I, I uh, just had a, a session with my psychologist. We're talking about sort of um, how I can show up maybe a little less frenetic and maybe a little calmer. And I think to be sort of a rock for others as opposed to kind of you know, really ground, or ground myself in my own uh, boots a little bit more so that I can be, I guess, a little more steadfast in providing support to others. Because uh, you kind of have to take care of yourself first before you can take care of other people. Well, just getting uh, closer to holidays and I'm doing hair for my clients. I bought this thing, it's called hair tinsel. It's a sparkly little threads that you put in the hair. Have one in mind. So I'm trying to brighten up everybody's holiday more. I've been doing this for almost a decade and I've had trouble finding spaces to show my work or highlight my work. And so in talking to other artists, it's a common thread. So for me to pay it forward, I feel like providing a space for other artists who are struggling like me to show their work and highlight it and educate people so that that kind of can end. You know, when you go back to that do unto others as you would have done to, you know, that sort of thing, um, that's a really important thing. Just, you know, try to be kind to everyone. And I, I, I'm going to try to cut some slack with people that, that are sometimes a bit of an arsehole because there's a reason why they are. Sometimes people just act like one. It's not necessarily they are one. That's all for this week's episode. Huge thanks to everyone who participated. Be sure to tune in next week to hear more from the Canadian Love Map. Have a safe and happy new year. Thanks for listening to the Canadian Love Map. If you love us, please subscribe and share. And if you want to help us spread the love even more, rate and review our podcast. It makes such a difference. We'll be back next week with another love story to add to the map.
This podcast is presented and made possible by Charm Diamond Centers. It's hosted by me, Nancy Regan, and is produced and distributed by Podstarter.